Hey, I've been thinking, I keep using the word sponsor when I thank all of those who are helping contribute to the growth of the show and make a monthly contribution. I think the correct term is producer. I think you're all producers because you help me make this show possible. So I'm going to start saying producer from now on. Thank you to all of the producers who've contributed to help make this show possible. And thank you to all of you out there who make it useful to do this show. Knowing that you're out there listening, well, it's it does beautiful things for my heart. I appreciate that you're out there and I appreciate that you get something from the show. Keep listening and keep sharing it with your friends. Talk to you soon. Jim Henson said, The most sophisticated people I've ever known had one thing in common. They were all in touch with their inner children. Welcome to the Soul Podcast. I'm Stacy Wheeler. Henson knew what it meant to be in touch with your inner child. He was the creator of the Muppets. From his inner child came the iconic characters of Kermit, Miss Piggy, Bert, Ernie, and Big Bird. These characters are an enduring reminder of the value of being in touch with our inner child. Have you ever made a reference to your inner child? Maybe you said something like, I'm channeling my inner child after doing something you believe a proper adult shouldn't do, like jump into a pool with your clothes on or play on a swing at the park, something like that. I've said things like this many times, talking about letting my inner child out to play, and often it was a means of acknowledging to others that I knew I was being silly or weird or something I was projecting they believed about me in that moment. Really, it was my way of making an excuse for being playful. When my daughters were young, we lived in Southern California. We often went to Disneyland. My little girls would put on their Minnie Mouse dresses and I'd put on my comfortable shoes. Before long, we'd be literally skipping hand in hand through the park, one little girl on either side, just skipping and laughing. To them, this was a normal part of being a child. For me, it was especially joyous. You see, in those moments, I had permission to let my inner child play. I was with two little girls at Disneyland. I didn't need to explain to anyone why I, a grown-up man, was skipping. I was at Disneyland, where you're given permission to let your inner child play. Those memories still make me smile. Years later, I experienced the same sensation of freedom in the desert, at a place known as Black Rock City. To some, it's better known as Burning Man. Once again, I found myself in a place where I felt permission to let my inner child play, this time as a middle-aged man, and I did it without care or fear of anyone's judgment or without children as an excuse. Being playful is our preset. Being playful matters. It took some work to get to that point of comfort, to get back to that place where my inner child could come out to play. When I did the work, I was able to reclaim my playful side, which had been obscured for many years, and obscured over many years, layers upon layers, until it was hidden and out of sight, but it was still there. We've all got a suppressed inner child, and for some of us, that inner child is more suppressed than for others. Getting back to that part of ourselves can be incredibly healing. It can open sensations in us, sensations of wonder which we haven't felt since we were young or a much stronger sensation of wonder than we remember because we've held it back for so long as we play adult. We are the sum of everything we've ever been. All the aspects of us from birth on are blended together into one energetic being called you. As we grow, much of our playful self is lost. 
with attention, we can gain our playful side back and integrate it into our adult lives. What we gain for the work we do to reconnect with this inner part of us is more joy in our life. For most, if not all of us, playful is our preset. It's who we are. But as we grew older, we were conditioned and programmed and we forgot we were meant to play. Theodore Geisel, also known as Dr. Seuss, said, adults are obsolete children. The hell with them. Let's look at the meaning of obsolete, first of all. It, it means no longer used or useful, out of date. So what he's saying is that as we become adults, our children are no longer used. They're neglected, treated as obsolete. He's saying that as adults, we neglect our inner child. By adding the hell with them, he's saying to reject the adult part that neglects the childlike side and embrace our child side. As Dr. Seuss, he wrote, Today you are you, that is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. And he also said, why fit in when you were born to stand out? In these quotes, he's talking about pushing back on the idea of conformity and understanding that we are all unique. Maybe we're playful, maybe we're weird, maybe we're introspective, and because of this, we're quiet. However, we are all unique. We are all one of a kind. No one else is youer than you. And remember Henson said the most sophisticated people he ever knew were all in touch with their inner child. I like that because, you know, in my mind, the word sophistication, I think of a man in a very nice tie, perfectly pressed shirt, just the right jacket, and a woman dressed finely, right? Sophisticated. That's not what he means. He means truly sophisticated, fully advanced, and I think complete. When I consider the most playful adults I can think of, Charlie Chaplin usually comes to mind. There's something endearing about a grown man who's not afraid to play. He's been gone for half a century and his playful character is still iconic, even to people who were born after he died. But consider for a moment the most playful adults in your life. Now recognize the joy they find in that playful spirit. But how do we get back to it when we lose it? From the day we are born, we all go through a subtle conformity process. As we grow, there are many ways we're conditioned. One of the saddest conformities expected of us is the expectation to make our child self conform to an adult world. As children, we're told to act like big kids. So we all start to act like we're told we're supposed to. We act like what we think big kids act like in order to get the reward that comes with being a big kid. And we continue down that path as we pretend to be grown-ups. After a while, we find ourselves with a bunch of other well-conditioned kids doing our best version of what a big kid looks like. And eventually, we're all adults doing our best version of playing adult, all while having a gnawing feeling that something is missing. And that missing thing is the connection with our inner child. For many years, I used the inner child excuse when my playful side slipped out as I grew from a boy to a man. As we grow, and this is especially true for men, it becomes less acceptable to be playful. We believe that it's a societal expectation. This is a story we tell ourselves. As time went on and the years passed, I locked down my little buddy. I felt it was expected that I should be more serious and, dare I say, adult. 
The sad truth is we believe we're supposed to suppress our playful side. And it's true, we're conditioned to make our inner child obsolete, as Geisel put it. All the while, somewhere below the surface silently rests our inner child, and that little bugger just wants to play. And so often, when we feel our playfulness bubble up, many of us hear our inner voice warning us, Stop being silly. People will think you're weird. This is our moment of opportunity. It's a chance to flip the script. When we start to learn to push back against our programming, we can start to relearn how to connect with that playful part of ourselves we've neglected for years. Sometimes it's helpful to have a context to let our inner child out. We all know a guy, or several, who get playful after a few drinks. We see that inner child emerge. It's just playfulness. And we all know the kind of guy who lets his playful side out when there's a child around. These are catalysts. They're an excuse to let the child play. For most, this is a subconscious response. We don't realize what's happening. We don't understand our inner child has forced its way to the surface because it's been on a timeout for far too long and just wants out. These moments offer a glimpse into what's possible. Yes, you can be playful and let your child out. And you don't need an excuse. Just an opportunity. Sadly, most men don't feel permission to let their inner child rise to the surface. Do you feel a resistance to that idea of letting your inner child get closer to the surface? Maybe you have judgment about what that would be like, the thought of what people might think of you if your inner child was more part of your personality. See, that's that old programming. Remember, as you let that little one out, your old conditioning will try to change your direction, tell you to keep your little buddy on lockdown. But we've got to push through that. It's going to take some practice. But you don't have to rely on little moments. There are intentional ways you can build the habit of releasing your inner child, of making it more free, of making it an active part of your personality. If you're ready, hang around till the end of the episode and I'll share one of those ways. Even if you don't go all in, there's a nice way to inch towards it. To start with, look for those little opportunities. Maybe the opportunity will be skipping at Disneyland. Maybe being alone in nature somewhere is where you'll be able to do it. Or maybe throwing a ball for your dog in the backyard. Being alone sometimes helps. But let your inner child come closer to the surface in these moments. These moments remind us what's possible. You can build on them and expand your inner child's presence in your life as you go. But the first thing is to start releasing your inner child, giving it permission to come out and play. It took me many years to get back to my little buddy. I looked for moments where I could allow my inner child to play. You can do the same. Look for moments. Maybe it will be something simple like riding a cart full of groceries to your car in the grocery store parking lot, pushing yourself with one foot, or sliding down the slide at the park. Whatever makes you feel silly, possibly even self-conscious, that's where the reconnection with the inner child begins. That's where we start to tear down the thin curtain separating us from our playful side. It's not instant, and it takes intention, and it takes maintenance. We have to be diligent to hold on to that connection once we make it with our inner child. For years, I've leaned into my silly, playful side. In these moments, I didn't regret acting playfully. At times, I've been fearful of the judgment of others, yet I continue to be playful just the same. I need no excuses to be in touch with me. 
I know now that playful is my preset. As I age, I'm thankful for the gift of playfulness. I'm thankful for my inner child. And it turns out, being in touch with our inner child is more important than we may realize. As we saw in the opening quote from Jim Henson, our inner child is the source of creativity. Henson also said, life is meant to be fun and joyous and fulfilling. Who can argue with that? When we're in touch with our inner child, we tap into this fun and joyous part of ourselves. Great creative people are often guided by the beautiful child within. Henson, Geisel, and Chaplin, they all had this in common, and it shows in their work. Their inner child helped their outer adult build a lasting legacy. Their inner child played a hand in creating beloved figures of playfulness. And isn't it interesting that all three of these men created optimistic characters? Chaplin described the iconic character he created this way. A tramp, a gentleman, a poet, a dreamer, a lonely fellow, always hopeful of romance and adventure. And Henson said this about his work. I've always tried to present a positive view of the world in my work. It's so much easier to be negative and cynical and predict doom for the world than it is to try to figure out how to make things better. We have an obligation to do the latter. And remember Geisel said, Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. Today, it's time to start getting back to you. Big kids get responsibilities. Little kids get joy. Start looking for your joyful side today, right now. Waste no time. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. And before you go, check out the show notes for a link to a virtual workshop by Daily Ohm to reconnect with your inner child. It's not free, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised how little this virtual workshop costs. Before I go, let me end with a thought from poet Athy Thompson. And when we grow up, we must never forget that hidden down deep within us is our forever inner child, resting silently, forever waiting, forever hoping that one day we shall remember it. No more excuses. It's time to get back to your silly young self. Thank you for listening to this old podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, learned something new, or were just entertained, please tell your friends about the show. This is the best way for people to find the show. Check the show notes for links to supporting information, as well as any books or other reading material related to this episode.